And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest, the unshackled, uncensored, and ungenered Alan Moss. Special guest, boy detective Jordan Morris is here to tell us how he cracked the case of the missing female orgasm. Chef Jeff is on the ones and twos, the peas and poops, that is. And I'm her soulmate, Daniel, yay. Asking you to touch the tushy, hop on board the love bus, and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Allison Rosen, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Allison, Allison, with perfect good times never end. Allison Rosen, do we need to dance again? Allison Rosen, Allison's your new best friend. Hello, my little onion rings. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello, Jordan Morris. Hi, Allison. Everyone's excited that you're back. I'm excited that I'm back. I'm more excited that you're back. <laughs> you're you, a crowd favorite. Ah, uh, get at it. So wait, are you more excited than I am or more excited than the audience is? I'm <laughs> Who are you more, more ex- excited than? In that scenario, I meant more excited than you. Okay. Because I couldn't be more excited than the audience. No, I mean, they're thrilled. They are. It's deafening. Yeah. De- yeah. Hello, Al. <laughs> hello. And hello, Daniel. Hey. And hi, Jeff. Konnichiwa, Cracker Sons. <laughs> <laughs> What's that character? Big energy. <laughs> Morning drive time. Let's get crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. That's my Austin Powers drop. I like it. <clears throat> yeah, thanks. I could tell. But I like that you explained who it was. I guess I don't listen to a ton of morning radio these days. Do they still drop in quotes from Austin Powers? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they do. Yeah. I feel like, yes, even before and after Austin, Austin Powers, they will still be doing that. Yeah. It's just timeless. Yeah, it's I feel just like... just comedy. Yeah, Austin Powers lives on in two-second bursts on morning radio. Right. You know, you know what doesn't get old for me is Borat drops. <laughs> it, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. I don't know why. Wait, you're being sincere, right? They should be really annoying and old by now, but I just still think those are funny. I think there's going to be a whole generation of kids that grow up that don't know that Austin Powers drops came from a movie. They're just going to think it's a radio thing. And they'll see the movie and they'll be like, oh, they're using the things from the radio in that movie. Same with Wayne's World. And that's what she said. And I think this has come up on the show before, not with you guys, but in the past. I don't think that's what she said is clever or funny anymore. And certain people, you just can't ring the... I mean, they they can't uh, not think it's funny. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, wasn't that the? Th- I mean, that's what she said. I mean, I think we can all. Maybe, I'm, maybe we I'm disagree. ready to move on. Maybe we disagree. I think that it was popularized from The Office. Yes. Yes. I think it actually predates Wayne's World, though, because we used to say it in oh, college, right. and that movie hadn't come out yet. That's yeah. how old I am. Uh, but so I, you invented it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. But it's like there was people who didn't take the cue from The Office that that character was doing it. Because it was lame. stupid, and he, yes. is a, yes. he has a bad sense yes. of humor. But I think it yeah. it got a second life via The Office, but for all the wrong reasons. Exactly. It's the things that are stupid. That's why I like Borat. It's not because it's funny. It's because it's so stupid that it's funny. Have you seen uh, the graffiti around L.A. where someone just writes Borat on something? <laughs> no. It's great. <laughs> 
so let me address the fact that Jenna's not here and Dustin is not here. Now, Jenna is in Utah doing some Meet the Mormons promo stuff. Yes, the and DVD came out today. That's so it's right. on sale at Walmarts and Targets. And What's a Amazon. Meet the Mormons? It's a movie that was released in theaters and it's a documentary basically okay. on members of the Mormon church. And Jenna wow. was the. Yes. <laughs> Jenna was the on-camera host and the narrator for the whole thing. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, it was cool. in about 300 theaters, and then it's going uh, to most of the continents in the world. So I was stuff. I was in an airport, and I was recognized by someone who knows of me and no, like wanted to talk to me about Jenna because she knows <laughs> Jenna. Mm. So Whoa. that was pretty... So, so there's like some referred... She's going to love referred that. Referred fame. She's going to love to hear that. She also uh, texted you guys... Oh. To say hi. I don't even see words. Oh, I just she's, see so she's just, yeah, emojis. There's some, poop, string of there's emoji. some poop in there, some yeah. smiley faces, some hearts. Oh, it clicked off. Oh. Although there are not a lot of specific names in that message, so that could just be a general. It, true. That's yeah. actually, you're she's just, just saying hi to, to me, okay. actually. Uh, yeah, oh. Like just poop. Thanks for trying to and share that. Sure. Smiley, happy, clapping. Yeah. And then Dustin is not here. You haven't met Dustin, yeah. Jordan, but tonight was going to be the night that you were going to meet him. Oh, but man. then he couldn't make it because he has a pretty yeah. bad ear infection. And last week he told a story of being so sick, he, so sick he literally pooped his pants. So his body <laughs> is failing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He is great, uh, and, except he's sick. And we speculated that he had pooped in his ear. Right. Yeah. Something oh, happened. Ooh, yeah. It was getting everywhere. So all sorts of stuff to get to on the show tonight. We have segments galore. We have iTunes comment of the week. We have a possible news story, a possible dating experiment Who knows segment. what's going to happen? I know. Anything could happen. But I want to first explain that I went to dinner with a friend who I hadn't seen in a while last night. Um, and all sorts of stuff came up that I want to bring up. First of all, number one, we had to sit at the bar. And I'm not a person who enjoys sitting at the bar. Where do you guys stand on that one? If it's just me and one other person, sitting at the bar is awesome. More really? than more than one person, you know, you're someone, someone is always left yeah, out. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Someone's left out feeling. But weird. uh yeah, it's fun. It's it's sexy. Uh you get your food faster. I mean, yeah. I guess you get your food faster. I'll yeah. give it that. But I find that I was awkwardly trying to turn to him to talk like i just physically sure. felt uncomfortable yeah. if it like if it was daniel then the we proximity could just face would, away from each other and not worry about it right <laughs> sure <laughs> no yeah. the proximity would be fine but i actually felt almost too close oh, to him yeah. to also oh, sure. be turning and talking to the him. key is this decision making for me has to do with whether or not my feet can rest on something well there's nothing worse than a bar stool where your feet are just dangling free this bar stool had a special ledge and not just a bar, but like a special ledge in front for your feet. They yeah, had thought about so that. And was a it, hook for your purse. Was it too crowded to where you couldn't get a table? Why, why the bar seating? Weirdly, it wasn't that crowded, but they said that everything was reserved. Okay. And because then, you're Jewish. That's right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. They said everything's reserved because you're Jewish. That's just wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought it was... Well, that'll was... teach you to eat dinner at a country club in the 50s. <laughs> yeah, why'd you That was there? your first mistake, to travel back in time to it the was, 50s and try and go to a Washington It was such a long club. drive, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then I said, should we find out how long it would be for a table? Mm-hmm. And apparently, even if we were to get a table, it would just be a communal table. Topic number two. No, sure. No, so I interview celebrities for Bon Appetit quite frequently, and one of the questions I often ask is, do you have any pet peeves when eating out? And a pet peeve that has come up more than once uh, it was one of Fred Armisen's pet peeves, and it's 
the next one that's going to come out is pet peeve. And I'm not sure if I'm supposed to say who it is or not. So I will just say it's uh, a male celebrity. They do not enjoy the communal dining. They also, mm-hmm. neither of them enjoy small plates. So communal dining and tapas. Unless it's Oktoberfest. I don't want communal dining. Yeah, I don't. I like the look of it in a restaurant, uh, just purely visually. I think it's neat, but I, I, I never am excited about it. You guys, I, I like it at very ethnic Asian restaurants where everybody's kind of crowded in anyway. That seems fine to me. But other than that, I dislike it. And I, I, I like people. Does this come up? Maybe I don't go to the right crowded Asian restaurants. No, I mean like you like it like at a Palm Thai. Are you thinking specifically of Palm Thai? No, no but yes, but no. Yeah. Um, but no, like places out in the San Gabriel Valley where oh, it's sure. like they don't have menus in English and it's just it's just a party. It's just everybody family style. So that I don't mind because I think, well, in Rome, when in Rome, do that. Mm-hmm. But in any kind of such a multicultural re- story. <laughs> so when in Rome, you go to Chinese. I do. <laughs> I find the, the dim Viet- sum in Rome. I, I never knew that. Little Rome in Glendale. Yeah, a little Vietnam <laughs> in uh, Rome. But for fancy restaurants, supposedly the reason that they do the family style is just because they can seat more yeah, people. Yeah, I was going to say. I think that's it's just all about that. So yeah. for me, I think as a diner. I feel like I'm being inconvenienced just so you can fit more people. Well, I always feel like now do I have to talk to these people next to me? Are we now supposed to pretend we're family? And then a lot of different people served us. Um, That I don't like. That happened. Daniel and I went out to dinner um, somewhat recently with Dustin and his girlfriend, Dustin, of the pooping his pants ear pain. (laughs) Also, Dustin, who a lot of people have (laughs) written in to say, well, he probably can't hear it right now with his infection. People have written in to say he's all wrong about farts, and I have to agree with them. I think that Dustin was spouting some bad science. What's his position on farts? He thinks that the reason you fart a lot when you're exercising specifically sit-ups is because as you're like doing the sit-up, it creates... A, like a suction in your yeah, butt. Yeah, like your your you, butt opens and air climbs on in and then I mean, comes that tracks back out. to me. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not a fart scientist. <laughs> yeah, I think I when, you, you were. when you relax your abs, it sucks uh, air through your butt. That's what he thinks. That's just science. That's not how it works, though. I don't no. think. Yeah, I, I love I him. I just think he's wrong about farts. In fact, if you were running for office, I would have an opposing ad that's like, Dustin Goot, wrong on farts. <laughs> wrong on farts, <laughs> wrong for America. Right. So anyway, though, uh, when we went to dinner, uh, we went downtown where everything's trendy, mm-hmm. as uh, local people know. Sure. And we had... Yeah, I mean, downtown, it is either uh, it is either a terrifying place to buy heroin <laughs> yeah. or a trendy place where yeah. people are riding bikes and have mustaches. I suspect the trend now, though, is... Is that even if you try to buy heroin, a number of people will wait on you. It's, it's, <laughs> it, because it's definitely we, artisanal heroin down there. We had a number of different servers. I like and my I think, heroin local. Yes. I don't want it to, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. want it to be frozen. Locally I don't sourced. Want it to get fro- flown in. <laughs> Come, right. Comes in a little ball jar with a screw top. <laughs> oh, sure. Yes, jar. exactly. Uh, wrapped in twine. No, didn't our server even say, as you've noticed, we share service? Yes. What is the point of it? And there's know. no continuity. It's the whole thing is wrong. You should get to meet more cool servers. Yeah, that's true. But that's what good. kept happening last night is a number of different people would come to the table and try to take or come to the our little corner of the bar mm-hmm. and try to take the order. And it's like, yes. oh no, the other guy. That's what happened at did. the other place too. Yes. We we had our drink mm-hmm. order requested multiple. Right. It's like this who's this working out for? Why are we mm-hmm. doing it this way? But then here's my main thing, and this was not particular to last night, it's just particular to being a social human being of which I rarely am these days. As it got louder 
and I continued talking. I began to get that headache that you get when you're talking too loud or talking too much. And um, my throat started getting raspy. And now today my throat hurts and I have a headache. And I feel like it's from being social last night. How do other people deal with this? Because I feel like this, for people that go out all the time, of which I used to be one, so I could interview myself 10 years ago. And then ask that person to grab me from another 10 years ago because that's when I was social. Well, I, I used to listen to your show a lot. And when I would get headaches listening to it, <laughs> I would usually just take Excedrin and drink a glass of water. That's not the question. The question you're, is... You're when talking you guys, about getting headaches listening to you. <laughs> talk. No. The question is, when you go out and you're at a party or any sort of social situation... Do you begin to talk louder so the person can hear you? And does that then make your throat hurt and give you a headache? And yeah. how do people deal with this? Yeah, boy, I uh, I sympathize. Yes, I definitely, uh, I was at a, a crowded bar last night and felt like as it was getting more crowded, I was getting more uncomfortable yeah. and wanted to leave. I yeah. That, yeah, I just don't, I don't love crowded places. I don't think anybody loves crowded places. Maybe like just people who, you know, think they're being seen or you know think that because it's crowded they're in the right place but yeah it's uh yeah i my my being out stamina is is inversely proportional to how crowded the place is so especially if you want to have conversation i just find you know it's it can be fun but i i don't know if it's that i have bad hearing Mm -hmm. or if it's everybody maybe this is just me or everyone but I'm always finding myself when I'm at a bar or whatever and I'm having a conversation, like maybe 30% of what the other person says, I just don't hear it. Well, with loud Allison, that wouldn't be a problem because I make sure that I'm heard. Just assume it's an opinion about Better Call Saul. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, for the most part, I'll just go, oh, yeah, and not having any idea what the person's talking about. They're like, my mom died. What's so funny about that, (laughs) asshole? uh, (laughs) (laughs) It's funny. What can I say? Yeah. Um, but as someone who talks for a living, which I'm not the only one at this table who does that, sort of, um, I I really was like, I shouldn't be wasting my voice on this dinner conversation. No offense to my friend, <laughs> sure, but sure. I should be safe. You know, I don't know how to deal with this. You, you Maybe should, other people just get quieter. I don't know. Because I'm like, I have to be heard. <laughs> you need to start gargling um, uh, Pond's cold cream. That is disgusting. To massage your vocal cords. And that would not work. <laughs> no, well, I heard that that's what... Um, there's a famous voiceover uh, guy who would do that. Really? Yeah. The inner world guy? No, no. He was a... I can't remember who it was. He was like a uh, old school... I can't remember who it was. He just died recently. Hmm. Anyway. Well, um, so much good gargling pawns did for him. Seriously. But it's. I'm sort of wondering... <laughs> If Jenna were here, I feel like she would know. This is the kind of thing she would know. Sure, yeah. But I'm wondering, are your are your vocal cords like a muscle? And because the thing is, I don't go out, and I'm not in this situation yes, often. Yeah. Yes, so if I did it more often, yes. would it turn out that uh, I? Yes. But that doesn't. But yeah, that's counterintuitive. Like it makes no louder sense. and louder. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> just go to progressively louder and louder. It is louder a bars. But it makes no sense because it makes no sense. Thank you, Jenna. <laughs> because you're not supposed to stress your vocal cords, which is what this is doing. Yes and no. It depends on when you're breathing, how hard you're causing the air to go through, and whether it's causing how like, good your posture like is, nodules no, and good, nodes, and things yeah. Like how that. are your nodules and so, nodes? So. Speaking from I my, haven't been to that bar. My varsity choir experience in high school. 
Nodules yeah. and nodes does sound like a yeah. place where Doesn't you would it? get a little cocktail in a mason jar. <laughs> yes, exactly. Or where you'd end up dancing on the bar. Sure. It's like the Edison. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of uh, communal seating stories. Please, share. I usually don't mind communal seating. I think it's kind of fun. But I, uh, I had two first dates at a communal seating place semi-recently that I mm. felt like went bad because the communal seating. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. It's not me, guys. It's not <laughs> no. because no. I'm an unappealing no. person. Yes. Of course not. Uh, there was one where <laughs> the guys sitting next to us were just so loud and obnoxious yeah. and hand talkers and were like waving their hands <laughs> into our space. So, and you know, like it, this was a thing where we had like chit-chatted before at a party, had mm-hmm. some mutual friends. Oh, this was not an online dating. This is not thing? an online date. This was wow. a. This is an. Uh, this we met IRL. Wait, hold on. Yes. There's a song we play when we talk about dating. Yeah. That was a song that I used to play on the show back in my single days. Sure. And just rec- just last week, I was lamenting there's too many non-single people on the show. So I was like, "You, someone better get divorced now. Or- <laughs> we got this great song. I know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the song is going to waste. <laughs> exactly. A theme song like a vocal cord is a muscle that will atrophy from <laughs> lack you. of use. Yes. Uh, so I asked people to write in with their stories to let me know what it's sure. like out there. And I did get a few, but you're better because you're in the flesh. Yay. <laughs> yeah. I'm so better. So you actually met some people in yes. real life. Uh, so yes, I had a, this was an, this was an IRL. Uh, turned into some Facebook chatting, turned mm-hmm. into let's get dinner. And uh, yeah, these guys next to us were just, were just, and they were talking about like a vacation home, uh-huh. which is an obnoxious uh, conversation yeah. to be overhearing. Yeah. And just like, Constantly, I, there was like a palm. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> sorry, I'm doing. I'm using Al as oh, an so experiment. How, so, how many kids are in your family? <laughs> but Paul, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we're like yeah. trying to do that chit chat, just trying to, to do that. How many brothers and yeah. sisters? Uh, are, oh. uh, you know, are you doing what you love? Uh, yeah. Just trying to do that. And these guys, and it turned to a point where we, I look, I'm like, hey, um, do you want me to say something? Like, do you? And she was like, no, 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 no. Was that the right answer? I don't know. And that oh, was to the point where I. Yeah, I thought I could like score some points by doing it in a really like nice way, uh-huh. being like, "Hey guys, oh, God, this is great. Sorry, it's so loud in here. <laughs> no. Would you mind? It, you know, like that'll being, never turn out right. Yeah, I know. Uh, it would have uh, been fun to watch. <laughs> I, and I, 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 I re-asked again, and she just insisted, "No, don't say anything." Mm-hmm. Uh, so that I felt like, you know, it, it caused caused it not to go well. Right. Or was a part of why it didn't go well. Nothing ruins a date like having your date get punched out at the communal table. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. You know, because some like guy that. is telling a story about his chalet. <laughs> right. um, so so you went home and ruined his credit. <laughs> I did, yes. That's, that's the gentleman move. Yes, I, I hired some hackers on the dark net to destroy them. <laughs> uh, second one, communal seating. Uh, you didn't go back to the same restaurant, did you? This was to say this is the same restaurant. Oh, oh you did? Yeah, yeah. This is okay. the same restaurant. Uh, Do you get special treatment there? Uh, I or mean, you just I like just, it. I know. I it, it's a it's. I think I. God, I mean, I I guess I've had two bad ones there, but I guess I consider it a good like first date spot. There's okay. like nice cocktails, nice appetizers. It never gets too too loud. Uh, it's fun. Um, Not really never. From the story. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I know. So I was there. Uh, so this is uh, there's communal seating. Uh, 
two seats over from us, Seth Rogen. Uh, oh, it is a hot spot. Three seats down from us, a group of male strippers. <laughs> and I knew because they all had on track jackets with the name of their like strip organization. It was like Sapphire or what? something like that. And so... As we're like trying to do that, like, oh, brothers and sisters, oh, cool. Are you are you doing what you really love? I'm like, oh, you're either listening to Seth Rogen or listening to slash eyeing these male yeah. strippers. There is nothing I can say that's more compelling. <laughs> Anyways, oh, uh, what a drag. So fuck communal seating. As far as I mean, maybe maybe fun with friends, bad for first dates. I don't think it's even fun with friends. I don't think yeah. it's fun with anyone, unless you happen to get. I mean, like, if you're seated next to Seth Rogen at the communal table or something, sure. then I guess. That could be interesting. Like if you just are out to Starfuck, but otherwise it just breeds self consciousness. I think. What well, I think there's a ratio too. So it's how many people you go out with versus how many people are in the group next to you. So if you're there with four or six people, yes, and there's right. two next to you, then you're going to be the alpha diners. Yes, and the two people are going to get run over I by don't you. Even but if, if you're just two people and you get seated next to four or six people. You're screwed. See, there shouldn't even be an alpha diner situation when you're dining. Right. I agree. You should be your own little tribe at your own tiny table. Yeah, I think on a date, too, you want to be able to just focus on each other and hear each other. You don't, you don't want something creepy where you're in like a secluded booth, though. But you, right, exactly. You, you, know, you, you, want, want, you want to seem like you're at a fun, lively spot. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to just be, you know, the two people under a swinging light bulb while a guy... Right. polishes a glass and eyes you <laughs> uh but yeah but uh, we also want to be able to hear each other yeah. yes well that is really bringing back such a big part of being single is trying to figure out where to go mm-hmm. and planning dates and all of that how is it how is it out there for you jordan uh it's you know it's nice i, f- I feel like i've i've uh i i um a couple months ago uh a couple months ago kind of bit bit the bullet and uh, signed up for online dating, something that really had scared me in the past. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been fun and cool, and uh, yeah, and swell. Which one are you doing? Uh, OK Cupid. Now I did OK Cupid back yes. in New York. My sense of OK Cupid, and this is not why I got on there, but after being on there a little while, is that it was mostly just people looking to hook up versus match, which seemed like where people got married, or eHarmony, huh. where they're like, I really mm. want to get married. My <laughs> sense was the opposite. Really? The match was more the hookup. Oh. All right. And if you really want to fuck, where we if met. you really want to fuck, <laughs> ChristianMingle.com. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why it works. It does. Yeah. <laughs> they're ready to go. Um, <laughs> farmers only. FarmersOnly.com. <laughs> Uh, like, hey, let's get out of here, right? Um, <laughs> no, you know what I think? I think has happened in the interim is Tinder got invented. Yes. Oh, now right. I definitely felt like Tinder was just people looking to hook up, even though people said no hookups in their profiles. And <laughs> the whole thing just felt. God, I've heard of some scams too on Tinder. The whole thing would freak me out. Yeah, I think I think people use it for like viral marketing. You'll think someone's or... talking to you, and then you're just like, "Hey, by the way, watch Mindy Project," and you're like, "Well, <laughs> fuck Mindy what? Project." Yeah, it's a good way to get you to hate a product. Or I, I heard a story about a guy who, um, what was it? He was he. Some girl was like, "Hey, I like you. Let's hang out. Are you you know free tonight?" And she was really attractive, and he's like, "Sure." And then. Uh, she came over and with some dude, and they robbed him. You know, so it's like where'd you hear bit, this? Um, I don't remember. Maybe it's like one of those NPR podcasts I listen to. Hmm. Um, or uh, the bullshit podcast. No, I don't know. <laughs> the fake, don't know. Yeah, yeah, fake stories, fake, fake anecdotes that yeah. are vaguely related to what you're talking about. Yeah, vague podcast. bullshit stories. 
Yeah. Uh, oh I guess, I guess to me, to me, okay, Cupid has been more fun because because it is a uh, you can write a little message mm-hmm. and you can be kind oh, of yeah. eloquent and funny and stuff like that. That's uh, good. Uh, uh, which is, I think, I am what stronger at than taking a good picture. Okay, Cupid <laughs> is how I met Jenna in a very roundabout way because I've mentioned before oh, that right. I know Jenna through this guy Miles, who was a friend of hers, who became a friend of mine. But I met him on Okay Cupid. Oh. But it was the kind of thing where it's like we already were following each other on Twitter. That's what I, I don't know if that's how it is out here, but in New York, I was like, online dating just brings you one step closer to the people you already know. It's weird. You, I feel like it, personals and online dating was invented to expand your world, and instead it actually just became another social network to right. connect with people that you're already connected to. That you have to. probably been to a party with at some yes. point. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> exactly. Or, or... No, I guess it's Facebook that does this. When it suggests, like, when it's like, people you should know. And you're like, I'm purposefully not knowing that person online. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Twitter. I'm aware this person exists. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, I have not followed them for a reason. Uh, All this talk about all that gets me so hungry. But if I'm in a snack, I want to do it in a healthy way, which is why I reach for NatureBox. You guys have heard me talk about NatureBox. Their stuff is so delicious. You can choose from over 100 healthy and crave-worthy options to be delivered right to your door. And all their snacks are made with zero artificial flavor flavors, colors, or sweeteners, zero grams trans fats, and no high fructose corn syrup. Best of all, they taste amazing. Um, so next time you're hungry, grab something like sweet blueberry almonds, salted caramel pretzel pops, Parmesan garlic pop pops. Um, they're all so good. And right now, if you guys go to naturebox.com slash Allison, you can get a free trial of your favorite snacks. So go to naturebox.com slash Allison to get a free trial. Again, free snacks delivered to your door. What are you waiting for? Go to naturebox.com slash Allison to start your free free trial today. Okay, I want to share a little something that Daniel said to me right before this podcast started, Uh-oh. before you guys got here. Do you know what I'm going to say? You no. can eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a big old bag of dicks, eat a bag of dicks, okay. eat a bag of, eat a bag of, eat a bag of dicks. Hey. It wasn't that specifically. It was similar though. Not really. It was, no. it was, this is yelled across down the hall. Uh, sweetie? And I oh. said, yes. <laughs> Yes. And then you said, you correct me if I get it wrong. It was, mm-hmm. um, when people are going to come over, you should probably is- either shut the door or <laughs> clean your underwear off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> something. I said something to that effect. Something, I yeah. said it a little bit more masculinely. I guess your voice was a little yeah, deeper. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and then I explained that I wasn't like... I get off by sharing my dirty laundry no, with no. everyone. I just hadn't closed the door. No, I understood that you weren't displaying your underwear. I feel like you you said it in a way like you thought maybe I was. No, 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 no. I was just reminding you to think about closing the door or putting your dirty clothes away. <laughs> it's funny. Even in the retelling, it feels a little condescending. Yeah, like, it's passive. Well, how should I say it? Oh, yeah, good. Al, how should you say it? What? Well, I guess I guess what's the what's the end result? Are are you more bugged that the door is open or that you I'm haven't not put your you haven't I'm, put your underwear in the hamper? I'm like not bugged. It's supposed to go. I'm well, concerned. I can't put it in the hamper because you know it's in the hamper. <laughs> all of your clothes. Okay, okay. <laughs> you guys have separate hampers. I think <laughs> we need another. First of all, I don't. Basket. I don't personally care. I'm okay. saying it for your sake. I'm I know. saying, do you want? Guess. I think that the implication is that I wouldn't. No, the implication is that I don't know which is worse. The implication is that I don't know I sh- with you. But see, I, maybe but you see, do. That's, I guess that's where the weird part is. Like, why ask the question if you know that you want the door closed? Well, and you're standing there and you notice it. Why I ask had her? Well, I did close it. Yeah, and then I was like, but, my dirty underwear needs like, to breathe. Leave it open. <laughs> this, is, this happened last week too. Where oh, I, 
it's a it's thing like, where the door was open and i was maybe you want everyone to see your dirty underwear you know you're sort of a public person <laughs> You you uh you know f- figuratively air your dirty underwear. It's true. All the time. I just, it's so true. So who knows? No, I um. Well, thank you. I didn't. I didn't realize you've been sitting on this for a whole week. It's been eating me up. Okay, look. No, I. But honestly, it doesn't bother me. I'm the saying laundry it for basket. You, your sake. I get that. The laundry basket ha- is filled with your stuff. <laughs> but it's all clean and it's folded. But I have to put it away. I know. Just just take it out of the basket and put it somewhere it's else. So hard. Take it out of the basket and put it on the, the floor like I do. Um. And so that's one and two. Um. I don't have a two. Somebody I just need my laundry basket. We need another laundry basket. Is what we need. We need yes. And no, I'm not trying to show everyone my dirty laundry. Literally, figuratively, Good. perhaps. I mean, we're all. Adults, I've seen yeah underwear before well, of know. both genders. I mean, I think if I if something happened and I was to see a pair of underwear, I don't think I would be either. I think I would have no reaction. I don't think it would be gross or titillating or anything. So I think, which is why I wasn't sure. Well, here's that my cared. question. Here's my question. No, I think what I'm reacting to is the suggestion that I should care. But I probably should. Well, it's not like there's like fungus growing from it and it's really embarrassing and gross and people shouldn't see it. It's just more about the modesty of it. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. It's not like that. Yeah, I know. Here's my I guess well, I just don't it, think women should be ashamed of their underwear or their bodies. And I think they should make as much as men. Maybe that's an unpopular opinion. <laughs> you know it's what? weird because your OK Cupid profile says that too, right? <laughs> it is, yes, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> it's your headline. Um, okay, question. Is it that you don't want, you think, is it that my dirty underwear should be private, a thing that you and I share? Or is it that you don't want people to know that I leave it strewn about the bedroom floor because the laundry basket is occupied right now? Uh, No, it's just more about um, it being right in the doorway, pretty much. (laughs) Wait, I'm sorry, which one is that? Which of the options? Yes. I've lost track of what you were saying. I was wondering. <laughs> don't and I know when this podcast ends, I'm you're just, gonna I'm, be like I'm a million is this miles a thing? away right now. <laughs> no, go ahead. When it ends, you're gonna wonder: Is am I really upset? No, I'm not upset. Well, I'm neither just, am I. Why are we having this argument? I then? just want to well, know: Are you saying that I no one should see my dirty underwear, or no one should know? I'm not that saying my, should anything. I'm saying for your sake, you are you interested in people seeing your underwear? <laughs> If so, great. Let's leave it wide open. Take pictures. Put it on Instagram. I don't give a shit. Hashtag underwear doorway. Yeah, the underwear doorway. Hang it from the front door and window. Who cares? I'm just saying for your sake, don't forget in preparation for your show because people might venture back into that part of the apartment. Right. Could you have... Sorry. Yes. No, please. Could you have... I mean... Could you have scooped it up for her and put it because you're sharing a lot? Well, I closed basket. the door, so okay. so the problem was solved. I'm okay. just saying she had she's not been thinking about closing the door. Okay, okay, hold. So, so why hold was picking on. up for her not an option? Everyone needs well, to could've. know the gesture you just made. Did you catch that, Al? <laughs> I, <laughs> I, you did. Yes, you I did. did. Yeah, I don't know. When, what did, well, <laughs> What were the words you just said right now? She has not been thinking lately. She's not been thinking about that. Okay, but I wish we had video right now because 
Is that, what you, is that what you said? She's not been thinking about that? Because your finger went. She's not been thinking about that. Doing the little spinning in it the was, air. She's it was crazy. the crazy like, finger. Sure. Yeah. Were you trying to suggest something? <laughs> I'm not suggesting <laughs> You're anything. outright saying? Uh, you're nuts, is what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I mean, this is like the, oh, the show's about to begin and everything is happening and you're spinning around. No, that's thinking specifically about the, the someone's that's the crazy universal sign gesture. In every yeah, but I don't, when you admit crazy. someone to a mental hospital, the person who drops so, them off does that with their finger. <laughs> hey, we got another a, one coming in. There's a like private that. Daniel Quantz meaning. That's what? different than the universal meaning. And, and that, that just that? means this is show prep. This is just <laughs> totally sane, you know, the kind of thing a very sane, <laughs> rational, unemotional person does getting ready for or a maybe show. it was like a, it, it could also be like a wrap it up. Yeah. Like, hey, maybe we need to wrap up the underwear. That's true. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, wrap up the underwear. I also see, get Daniel. Sec- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but also, I think you guys should get a second hamper. Yeah, well, I we do, but I'm hampers. sort of occupying both hampers. You, oh, <laughs> you have I've got two my hampers. Dirty, I've got my stuff? dirty clothes in one, and then I have my uh, clean. Oh, right. Clothes in well, yeah, no we wonder there's laundry. stuff on the floor. I'm Mr. Not, two hampers, <laughs> Johnny. You. Two hamps. We have a laundry basket, and hey. we have a hamper, uh-huh. and the hamper is just solely yours, and the laundry basket is has now also become I, yours. I believe I got married so that I don't have to put clothes away, honey. I do not recall that. No, <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah, I, it's just I, it, you know, it's, a, it's just something. I have. This is not about whether the clothes are put away. This is about whether or not you want the door shut. But I mean, if there was more hamper room, they would be on the <laughs> it floor. Would be less? a non-issue. Yeah. Yes. I don't know yes. if that's true. It seems like a hamper space issue. I, yes. I don't know. I think oh, even really? when the hamper is free, that's clothes not, on the floor are still but not dirty ju- underwear. Just as common. No. Clean clothes. No. <laughs> it's, it still seems passive to me. So like, so you close the door anyway, but you're asking the question, but you already know the answer. It's like well, me what saying, if I like, wasn't there to remember? So that's what Jenna, I'm saying. I'm just putting it on her to do list. I'm saying, hey, if this is something that's important to you, like, but I feel like you're saying it you're should not remembering be, it to do should it. Right. be important it's, it's like saying, to me. So Jenna, should we do the dishes before the company come it's over? It's not like that. Nah. <laughs> it's not like that because door? if it were like that, that would mean that I care. Uh, then that's okay. passive aggressive when I go, um, should someone maybe think about cleaning up the whatever? That's Like when I'm like, oh, okay. Wendy went to the bathroom. Yeah, that's <laughs> passive. You're like what you do. That's passive aggressive. <laughs> what I do. This is passive aggressive. What I do is putting it on your to-do list. If right. it's important to you. I think it's not important. But it's not important to me. But I th- it's not important to me, but I feel like it so should be based on this conversation. I feel like it's yeah. supposed to be important to me. Mm-hmm. And I feel kind of like a weird, gross girl, but it's not that. It's not important to me. Hey, world, look at my underwear. That's what I'm saying. Anyway, though, speaking of airing dirty laundry, I want to tell everyone, uh, this is not really dirty laundry. It's just stuff that some people don't want to know about, but a lot of people do. Uh, An update on the IVF. We are starting minimal stimulation IVF, which is, I think I explained this before. So regular IVF, you do a bunch of injections and uh, they give you a bunch of drugs with the hopes that you'll grow a whole bunch of follicles or eggs. And then they like grab, they do a retrieval and they grab all those eggs. They look at the ones that are viable and then they put some back in. Um, Certain women, for whatever reason, it's usually age or genetics, um, They even if they give them all those drugs, they still will only make a certain number of eggs each month. 
And that's what they think is going on with me. So in that case, they do minimal stimulation IVF, which they call MinStim, because it's cute, you know. Uh, <laughs> but what it means is I don't have to do the shots, and I don't. Ha- I still am on drugs, but not um, all the injections, and it's it's less expensive each cycle. Um, so they still do the retrieval, which is they knock you out for that, and then they get the few eggs they can get, and then they do that three months in a row. And at the end, it's like, or they do it as many times as they need to get what they feel like they can then implant. So, so that's what we're doing. Mm. Um, it will take longer than if we were doing regular IVF, but I have to say, I'm sort of relieved that I don't have to do all the shots Mm -hmm. and stuff, but I was on estrogen, um, and I was really tired and then they had me go off the estrogen and now I'm really, really tired to the extent that. I began to wonder, could we have a carbon monoxide leak or something in the house? Because both Wendy and I were really tired. And then it occurred to me, wait a minute. You know what this probably is? Mary Catherine Ham, whom I love, who's mm-hmm. been a guest on the show more than once, sent an email to Jenna and me and was like, since I know you guys both have trouble sleeping and you deal with insomnia, I have to share a little secret with you. It's Unisom. She's like, don't take a whole one. Take half of one or a third of one. Um, because she took it when she was pregnant and like s- slept super well. So I have been trying that and still not sleeping that well through the night, but really tired the next day. Yeah. I think that's the missing link, hmm. but it makes, it makes you feel, it, it feels so good to just nap throughout the whole day, hmm. which is not a great thing, but it's just like my body just wants to nap. So I'm going to try not taking the Unisom and see, I think it's also all the crazy hormones too, though. The, horm- the having a lot of hormones and then having them taken away and all that. Maybe. Yeah, can you see a, a difference in your feelings b- based on the different treatments? Do they make you feel differently? Like this one is new, right? The one you're doing now? Um, well, now I'm not on anything. Okay. But I think that being, I think not being on anything is creating its own feelings. Sure. But mostly, yeah, the fatigue was sort of, the fatigue crept up on me for the whole time that I was on estrogen. Mostly what I feel is like I'll take a pill and 20 minutes later I'll feel really cold. Mm-hmm. It's mostly been a temperature thing. Okay. Um, or I'll just feel kind of gross. <laughs> <laughs> but she warned me and I had been warned of this before. You don't just get a, get a sense of femininity after the estrogen? <laughs> no, really no. In fact, if anything, I want to show everyone my dirty underwear. <laughs> um, but... Uh, she warned me that this week, because I was on estrogen, then they stopped the estrogen, and then they're going to give me a drug that like prevents your own body from making estrogen, so that I'll turn into a dude. No, it's not. It's not really <laughs> that. I don't know what it is. That somehow makes a lot of follicle, okay. like a lot of eggs grow, or it just supports. makes you really, really want to see the new Fast and Furious. Movie. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I'm tired, but I still want to see Vin Diesel do something. <laughs> this is a apparently she's like be prepared for a a roller coaster Mm -hmm. and i said physically or emotionally and she said both so that'll be fun great (laughs) i know can't wait for that let's do itunes comment of the week Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. All right. So last week when I tried to read the iTunes comment of the week, I was having trouble because I'm now at the age where 
the 2020 oh vision that I've <laughs> that I bragged about all my life. I don't have anymore. And when you print out a comment from iTunes, you have to like switch the paper and then you have to reduce it to 55% to get it all in one sheet. So this time I just printed it out on two sheets. I don't care. Uh, the headline is Touch the Tushy. It's from Hello Eco, and it says, I'm fairly new to podcasts and have found a lot of duds, but Alice and her, and her friends are the best. I listen mostly at work, and my coworkers are always wondering why I'm sitting in my cubicle laughing away. The Thursday gang has the most random and interesting discussions. Her jingles get stuck in my head all day. Work can be mundane, but whenever a new episode of ARIYMBF is out, I know it will make the day pass a little faster. Thank you so much for your super nice comment that I just folded up because it's like old-fashioned math. <laughs> size <laughs> um i totally appreciate it if you would like to leave us a nice comment maybe it'll be a uh, itunes comment of the week just leave us a comment click five stars it's our favorite number thank you again so much for that oh and also oh jordan hasn't heard this song yeah there's a lot of new songs i this know week. Uh, i leave for a couple weeks and it's look what happens new songs <laughs> What is uh, Touch the Sushi a reference to? <laughs> can, you, can you explain the origins of that? Yes. Yeah. Do you want to explain it? Yeah. Um, so the doorway to our kitchen is right where the refrigerator is. Mm-hmm. And um, Allison was camped out staring in the <laughs> freezer or the, the refrigerator Funny, part. It's a I side by told side. It wouldn't have been so unflattering. Just, yeah, you had the, the lawn chair out and the <laughs> umbrella and you were just. Um, and I wanted to get into the kitchen. Again, I so, didn't realize this was going on. So I, um, I patted her butt multiple times and sang that song, <laughs> mm-hmm. but not with all the um, club music. No, no, right, it's yes, been remixed. No, no, sure, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's that's production wizardry. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I so think he, that's pretty much what it was. My way of trying to push her out of the way in a nice way. <laughs> sure. And here's my version of it. Mm-hmm. So I was standing in the kitchen, and Daniel came up and patted my butt, and then began singing a song, and it was really funny. <laughs> It was a sweet moment. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, I realized that, what was really going on. Really, that's that's one of the benefits of you know marriage or like cohabitating is just mm-hmm. doing a lot of casual butt touching. Yeah, that's the only reason. Um, it's like I feel like touching a butt. All right. Yeah. Yeah, but he, that's not even why he did it. He just touched it because apparently excuse right. me wasn't on the table. Well, sometimes I do it for no reason, but in that I think in that case. There was an ulterior motive. Anyway, to it's get into the kitchen becomes it's it's taking off. It's a hit across the nation. It's yeah. really catchy. Well, I mean, I think most popular songs these days are about butts. Yes, so I think yes. This is really like so it's really now. To it's trend. really fresh. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Let's hear it from the top so Jordan can hear it from, yeah, the, oh, sure. from the top. Touch the Just imagine touch you're at Coachella. My fun party drugs are just starting to kick in. The laser show above your head. Feeling it? Yeah. This is great. Now, if you heard this at a club, there'd be a lot of tushy touching, and oh, that yeah. would not be a bad thing. Oh, would shit it? would be getting crazy. Yeah. This is the part where he shares his secret message of the song. Oh, he said, move your ass, move your ass. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like, 9-11 was an inside job. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I took a turn. That was, uh, yeah, that was the second yeah. verse. Yeah. Well, you know, I just wanted to get my message out there. Yeah. <laughs> the Holocaust never <laughs> happened. <laughs> <laughs> We should all adopt the gold standard. <laughs> what? Uh, all right. So anyway, what I was going to say is, and this might be a premature announcement, but there's a new podcast out there called the JMO Patrol. That sound that you're hearing, Daniel, is 
just Wendy playing with her toy. Okay, it's it sounded like a door. <laughs> that's Wendy. Oh, Wendy has her own drop. She down. does. Oh, yeah, that that's actually very her. Very cute. No, anyway, it's called the. <laughs> nice. She's my snuggleberries. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the JMO Patrol, and it's a bunch of fans of this podcast who have come together, and it's a place for fans of the podcast to talk about the podcast and, I presume, their lives and stuff. Oh, but yeah, I think yeah. it's uh, a large. It's really like a fan cast. I'm gonna go. Look uh, and I okay, right. yeah, go see what's going on. And you helped them right with some technical. I did stuff. actually. Yeah, I uh, I met Superfan Megan, mm-hmm, she's and great. so we. I she followed me on Twitter, and I followed her, and then she like tweeted at me one night or direct messaged me and said like i need technical help i need your help and so like i signed on to skype and i skyped with four or five of the super fans and they oh yeah my free technical (laughs) advice they were awesome they were all of them are are really cool people and excited and they love you where does the name jmo patrol come from from just me or everyone which we refer to as jmos yeah yeah Yeah. i had a uh i had a uh college oh you're sort of a jmo call me jmo uh, so yeah. Oh yeah. I did. Yeah. I was oh, yeah. not so. I was not so uh, you know, into <laughs> myself to think that the podcast was about me. <laughs> right. I never realized you're totally yeah, a JMO. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. There you go. Yeah. Anyway, so they've started a podcast devoted yes, the, to. I believe the first episode. This is like a out. Talking Dead. But yes, for Allison Rosen? It really is. Okay. Chris yes. Hardwick is already hosting it. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'm very excited and um, flattered by that. And everyone should go check it out. All right. Let's see. There's so much stuff to get to that I'm just looking this over. Here we go. Checking it out. Okay. So Jeff. Yes. April Fool's tweet story. Oh, yeah. So uh, two nights, a night or two ago, in the middle of the night, I just woke up. Three or four in the morning, just woke up for no reason, was kind of trying to get back to sleep, and I had an idea for a tweet for April Fool's. I thought, oh, April Fool's is coming up. I'll put up, I got a funny idea for a tweet for April Fool's. And so I, I wrote it, and I put it into Buffer, because I obviously didn't want to tweet it then. Now, what is Buffer? This is an app that I don't have? Or- yeah, it's, it's an app that, you can use it for lots of things, but I just use it for sort of queuing um, a tweet for mm-hmm. if I come up with a, that a stupid time like three in the morning and I don't want to tweet it then you can tell it oh tweet it later in right. the day oh okay yeah I'm tweet sure it does a lot of other things yeah, yeah. exactly like yeah. that and so I, I timed it for April 1st and then fell back asleep I woke up in the morning and I remembered that I had done this but I have no independent recollection of what my tweet was oh. and I and I and I resisted the temptation to look it up and see if it was stupid or incoherent oh, wow. so it's going to be an April Fool's this joke for mystery myself. Tweet yeah. is I don't even out. know what it is. Oh, wow. It's Gosh, like you're it's an fun. adrenaline junkie or something, because who knows what it could be? I'm living on the razor's edge. I'm spitting yeah. in the wind. I'm laughing in the face of death. Do you live you... life a quarter mile at a time. Exactly. <laughs> I live life a quarter pounder at a time. <laughs> yeah. Have you done stuff when you've been half asleep before and it's worked out for you? Yes. Yes. Okay, because I... I would be like, I have to, I have to, yeah. I have to delete my Twitter account now because i don't know what i just did yeah i don't know i'm I'm living dangerously i'm gonna embrace the uh the unknown of it but no there was a time i i I had a dream and i sang a song in the dream and i woke up and i wrote it down like the chords and everything and then i i got up the next morning and read it and it was really funny and it was a good song yeah wow it was about it was a a song about me getting into a knife fight with a little person (laughs) it sounds great yeah it was great um, tell everyone where they can follow you on Twitter. Oh, uh, at Colonel Jeff Fox. So it'll post sometime on April 
Fool's Day, April uh, April 1st. You don't even know what time you scheduled it No, I don't it know what time I did. I've shared this before. I don't know if it was on my show or Adam's show, but my middle of the night joke. That, no, no, no. My dream joke. In yeah. a dream, I came up with a joke that doesn't make sense at all. And it was, what do you call two birds making love in a hammock? <laughs> a parakeet. It doesn't make any sense, but yeah. pear. Right. Because like they're two birds and it's sure. a pear. I don't know about the rest of it. That's like, the best in, in dream, the dream jokes I've in done. In the dream, you realize that the word pear is in the word parakeet, and it cracked you up. <laughs> yeah. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I workshop this? Please. <laughs> Actually, yes. I think there's something here. <laughs> okay. What do, you call, what do you call it when two different birds ejaculate at the same time oh! in a hammock? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't that's, know that it needs to be a hammock. That's yeah, the thing that seems yeah. to be the superfluous detail. That's I think the dream that's part. the closest yeah. we can get I like to it. that. Thank you for punching that up. I'm, I'm happy to help, you know? <laughs> oh, you God, almost... we should bring all of our dream jokes to Jordan. Oh, yeah. That's or we should just dream that Jordan's in our dream punching up our jokes. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> that's what did I say in the dream? Have just you ever, do that. Have you ever woken yourself up laughing? Oh, I love that. That's yeah. such a good feeling. Yeah. It's like a face that. orgasm. <laughs> I realize I've done this with my tweets once before. I I had a dream that I was that I was talking to this doc or I was talking to somebody and I said, "Oh, what's your name?" And they said, "Oh, I'm my name's Doctor Dentist." And I said, "Oh, you're a dentist?" And he said, "No, it's just my name." <laughs> that is pretty funny. Yeah. And I made some tweet around that and got no reason. Was he a doctor? No, it's just his name. His name, his first name was Doctor. And his his name, was name was Doctor dentist. dentist, and so I said, "Well, that's weird. People think you're a doctor, but your name is actually Doctor Dentist. Are you, are you a doctor?" And he's like, "No, it's just my name." <laughs> that's good. Um, I've been dealing with something lately that I used to deal with quite a bit, but had gone away, which is shower resistance. And I'll explain what this is. This is where I spend. And by the way, shower resistance is a luxury of someone who's underemployed and or works from home, self-employed, whatever, however you want to refer to it. Entrepreneur. Yes, someone who's an entrepreneur. Or a famous podcaster. That's right. Entrepreneur. I spend so much time sitting in front of my computer, refreshing Twitter, being like, I need to get up and take a shower. I'm just going to check this. I need to take it. I'm just going to check this. In fact, it reminds me of a Chelsea Peretti tweet, which is, I wish someone could email me a link where I, and then I'll, where I like, I'm fucking up her tweet. <laughs> Something about emailing her a link where she clicks it and ends up in the shower. Um, I don't know how I spent the last few years just taking a shower when I need to take one. Uh, but li- now I'm back to like procrastinating and it really, I'm really having trouble getting in the shower. Now I'm, I'm, not- uh, I'm on hiatus this week from oh. work and I am absolutely shower procrastinating. Like yeah. I won't shower till one sometimes yeah. when I'm off. Yeah. But do you Which have is the, an inappropriate time to shower. I feel like that's early. Do you <laughs> have the feeling that you should be showering, though? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I'm like, just shower. Just shower. Yeah. You can start your day. Just shower. You can right. start your day. Don't look at 10 YouTube videos. Yes. <laughs> don't play video games for an hour. I don't know hour. what it is. When you're don't working. watch a dvr episode of Bar Rescue. You know, just shower <laughs> I and leave the house. I never watch Bar Rescue, but so many people like it, and I watched it today. Is every episode John Taffer yelling and finding bugs? Yes. Also, he owns one sport coat. <laughs> okay. Which you'll you'll grow to love that sport coat throughout the series. Gotcha. I think when you're working, um, showering is a is part of the routine and it's a chore sure. a bit because you're not doing it because you want to have a shower. It's like ugh, I gotta get ready. So that when you're not working, because on the weekends I sometimes won't shower, and it's just because I don't want to do anything. I don't. 
because the man wants want you to, to shower. Do. Sure. That's pretty much why I don't cook. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, anything that's like on a to-do list won't get done when you're not working, I think. But I... But it's not like maybe I won't take a shower today. I know a shower is happening. I just don't know in what four-hour window it's going to happen, but I will spend the entire four hours feeling like I need to. Now, if I were someone who, when I wake up, I take a shower, that would be a different thing. But now, because I, I ride the exercise bike, and then I shower after that. Um, you know what? Maybe I just need to get up, do the exercise bike, and then take a shower. There you but go. But this is, I, as an adult... I just feel like there shouldn't be so much wiggle room here. This makes me feel like I'm not an effective, self-actualized human being. Well, you know, I think it is. I think it's 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 a, a delayed shower is like junk food or alcohol or what have you. In that, putting it off a little bit yes. feels great. Mm-hmm. You're like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna go lay on the couch for a little bit. Like, yeah. I'm gonna go lay splay out in a different room. Right. Uh, you know, I don't I don't have an office to be into. You know, and like it it's it's it's. It's it's reveling in taking control of your time, mm-hmm. you know, like... It feels like an indulgence. Exactly. In, in a good exactly. way. But once you get past a certain point, you're like, oh, I'm garbage. I'm yes. a fucking <laughs> yeah. goddamn trash heap. I spend so much time feeling like a trash heap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think it's just like it's it's lounging long enough to where you can appreciate the fact that your time is your own, but not... Like, finding where your line is and not... You know, just feeling like a, you know, slovenly shut in. Yeah. I just don't know what it is because, I mean, I've even explored, am I not excited about my shampoo? Sure. <laughs> Are there too many bottles? Change shamps. Of... New shampoo. <laughs> right. Maybe. Are there too many um, bottles in the shower? Is that, you know, making, like, what, where, do I not no. like my towels? Where's the resistance mm-hmm. coming from? Because I just Maybe it's used doing to... anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's that. You know what it is? Do you do anything? (laughs) Do you enjoy being on this podcast? (laughs) Think about that. Um, But you know where a a nice place to lounge and also a nice place to shower is? Las Vegas. Definitely. Because you can sit around in a big fluffy bathrobe. and See, that's the thing. In a hotel, I don't have that resistance to showering. Because I'm like, it's like my own spa in here. I'm going to luxuriate. Hmm. There's bath beads and stuff. Anyway, springtime is the best time to visit Vegas and get the best deals. And that is why I think you guys should go to Vegas.com and check out their deals because everyone at Vegas.com lives in Vegas, works in Vegas, plays in Vegas. So they know how to get you the best deals. So you don't have that experience that I always have when I'm in Las Vegas, which is I'm looking around thinking there's people here having a more magnificent experience and I know they're paying less than I am. They probably use Vegas.com. And Vegas.com has a proprietary drop watch tool, which gets you the lowest rates on hotels. So Dropwatch continues to monitor the price even after you book and notifies you of changes to ensure you get the best deal and uh, you get the best price guarantee even after you've paid. And they have the best rates not just on hotels, but also headliner shows, tours, attractions, VIP bottle service at top clubs. Just go to Vegas.com right now. Click on the microphone in the top right corner and enter my code best friend to receive an extra 10% off everything but air hotel packages that's vegas.com click on the microphone and get your bonus savings by using my secret code best friend book today okay i do want to talk about a news story real fast but first i have to ask do i have black mascara smeared all over one of my eyes because i forgot that i put on mascara and then i feel like i went to town rubbing my eye everyone's looking at me in a weird way i feel like it should be so okay good yeah 
All right. We're just looking for the mascara. I don't see. Okay. Yeah. No, it'd be like a big, it'd be a, I forgot. I'm talking to exclusively men right now. who don't know. (laughs) You don't know what they're looking for. Yeah. It'd be like a big, a big, a big black smudge on my face. That's a, that's that's a hat, right? (laughs) That was, oh, again, wish I had video because everyone was looking at me with this quizzical look, like trying to see it. I'm like, it's a real yes or no kind (laughs) of situation. The dog twisting the head. (laughs) Are you wearing a mask? (laughs) All right. Um, Okay. We have a news story. So if we're going to do a news story, we should listen to a song. The news with Allison. Allison Rosen is your best friend. Breaking news. Once again, Trap Dog hits it out of the park. <laughs> I cannot get enough of that man and his jingles. Okay, so are you guys all up to speed or up to speed at all on Trevor Noah? who was announced as the new replacement for Jon Stewart on The Daily Show. Yeah, you know, I'm not a regular Daily Show viewer. I'm a periodic, I'm a, I'm a couple times a month Daily Show viewer. Uh, so I have not seen any of his segments, but I do know that they announced him, and I do know that he got in trouble because of his Twitter feed. Yes, so yesterday I did a little, or by the time you hear this, it'll be a couple days before. It was Monday that I um, did a spot on... Fox 11, the 5 p.m. news talking about this and like less than 24 hours later, uh, how the mighty had fallen. So anyway, he's this 31 year old comedian. He'd only you said that, Jordan, you'd never seen him on Daily Show. He'd only been on three times. Okay, Um, but he was born in South Africa. His mother's black. His father's Swiss born during apartheid um, has a very interesting take on things. The clips that I saw, I thought he was really funny, but the, I think the feeling from a lot of people was like, oh, who is this guy? But we feel hopeful about him. But then now all sorts of shit has hit the fan because people went back and found these tweets of his from a few years ago and they are um, anti-Semitic and sexist is what people are saying about them. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I thought I would just read a few. Uh Quote, oh, yeah, the weekend. People are going to get drunk and think I'm sexy. And then it says dash fat chicks everywhere. (laughs) So just insensitive, perhaps. Um, And then here's another one. Messi gets the ball and the real players try to foul him. No, sorry. Messi gets the ball and the real players try foul him. But Messi doesn't go down easy, just like Jewish chicks. chicks, Yeah, you're right. Hashtag El Clasico. Now, that is a classic joke. Or is El Clasico something about Messi? What? Who's Messi? Is this a soccer, uh, probably, a soccer yeah, player? Yeah, I'm guessing it's soccer. He's a soccer yeah. player in Argentina. Okay. Yeah. I think El Clasico is referring to the Jewish chicks not going down joke. Sure. Which is in truly tasteless jokes, but not doesn't yeah. work well in a tweet. Which I feel like, just in my experience, if you're if you're going home with a Jew, I feel like you are more likely to have a varied and interesting sexual experience. <laughs> You know why? Because we all read truly tasteless jokes and we're trying to disprove sure, it. Sure, yeah. They're like, oh, I'll show you, Milton Berle. <laughs> anyway. Is that who wrote that? No, it know. was a Uh-oh. woman. Mm. It's a woman who went by the name, I forget the name, but I remember reading this like pretty fascinating article by her about her, and I was just blown away that it was a woman who had written those books, huh. and, I, and I liked it. I always like truly tasteless jokes, but I wouldn't be tweeting these kind of jokes just because everyone's going to take them wrong. Um, Okay. Here's a few more tweets from Trevor Noah. 
Behind every successful rap billionaire is a double Jew. Oh my God. Maybe it's not that I can't, it's not that I have 2020, don't have 2020 vision. It's that I have just lost my ability to speak and to read. It's tough. I'm going to blame this on the hormones. Let me start over again. But you're just so appalled by this mm-hmm. anti-Semitism. It's, can't, can't focus it's on my it. outrage. Thank mm-hmm. you. But did, but, 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 is that me? Yeah. What? Is that what I just said? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how it comes out. <laughs> okay. Behind every successful rap billionaire is a double as rich Jewish man. Hashtag beats by dreidel. <laughs> What's a rat millionaire? Rap. No, rap. A rap. <laughs> the one time I actually get it out. Yeah. Do I, do I need to read it for the fourth time? I'm like, where are these rats? Behind okay. every successful rap billionaire okay, got it. is a double as rich Jewish man. Huh. Hashtag beats by dreidel. Who's the one behind Dre? No, it's just it's just saying like they're all the record execs, all the people making money off of right. the rap billionaires. There's Dr. Are Dre, and Jewish. why can't you marry a Dr. Dre? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he just came up with the bit of beats by yes, dreidel and then, and then sure, crowbar. Yeah, exactly, yes, absolutely. Here's another one. Uh, almost bumped a Jewish kid crossing the road. He didn't look before crossing, but I still would have felt so bad in my German car. It's just yeah, I mean, not I think, funny. Right. I no. think the... <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think the thing that should give us pause mm-hmm. is that these are not terribly funny jokes. Yes. Right. Uh, but... I mean, I feel like if you, I mean, I'm, I, uh, you know, I'm, I make my living with comedy. I feel like if you looked in my Twitter feed, there would be. Would there be a bunch uh, of offensive stuff? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't think Lots so. Of... But I mean, I think if you listen to, you know, every episode of our podcast going back, I mean, there's definitely jokes I regret making and stuff I've thought, you know, thought better about. And like um, when I was doing UCB, there's like sketches I wish I hadn't written and stuff. So yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I don't think Although, it means you're a crummy person i just I but you with a twitter feed you can delete things that you don't feel good about well some sure. people have made that point like it's kind of nuts that he didn't clean up his twitter feed or before. that they didn't check see it feels like john mccain asking sarah palin to run yeah like, they didn't vet it. yeah i feel like he wasn't he wasn't vetted enough but maybe he was there's comedy central standing behind him yeah hmm. i think I, I they they released I a statement think, that i thought was was uh uh, whatever their uh, reaction was, I thought was in good taste and just said, hey, we stand by this guy. You know, comedians have to try things out. It's part of being a comedian. Behind like, closed doors, though, do you think they're, that's what they're saying or do you think they're like, oh, fuck. I'm sure they're not Oh, thrilled. yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. but I mean, I think, God, a, a weird thing has happened in that we talked about, a little bit about this on Jordan Jesse Go recently is that now diversity and sensitivity in comedy is an NPR issue and people are commenting on it who are not comedy fans. Yeah. Like, and I know that The Daily Show is different. The Daily Show is something that brainy commentators watch. But I mean, I I think it's kind of similar. Some people talking about like, you know, the jokes people are making in stand-up and it's a a salon columnist who has not been to a stand-up show in 10 years. And I think that's kind of what's going on here is that like, I think these things are not that shocking to comedy fans or comedians, but to an NPR reporter who, you know, only watches The Daily Show and Louie because those are the only (laughs) things that they've been told it's okay to watch. Right. These are kind of shocking. So I think all of this, you know, internet-based hand-wringing about what is and isn't funny is is unfortunate because I think the right. I mean, I think, you know, if they, but do these not phase you at all? uh, They phase me 
If I mean, a if tiny I bit. if I if I heard them in a comedy club, or oh, if yeah, I follow no. him on Twitter, yeah, in like, a comedy club, I oh, think twice. But I don't think it's. I mean, I think it's him trying out a bad joke that didn't work. I don't know. It, there is a bit of it that feels like he does have an issue with Jews. Well, there's sure. yes. It'd be diff if I were had been following him the whole time, and I had the context, and I could say, "Oh no!" But he's also done a lot of bits about all this or that. Sure. Because what we're seeing yeah, is like, true. oh, there's a fuckload of jokes about Jews yeah, and yeah. fat chicks. Right, but these could be four out of yes. four thousand tweets. That right. Well, and that's the I question. Think that's his whole like shtick too. They're like they're saying that he's appealing because he's South African. His his mom is uh is black and his his dad's Swiss, and so mm-hmm. like his mom would go to prison because it was illegal for them to be married. Right. And so like he had to deal with this like I'm I'm illegal. I, I'm not even supposed to exist. And so he has this different take on race and. So I, I don't want to defend him, but I, I see where like he does not think the same way I do, right. and vice versa. And maybe these kind of jokes are okay to him because of the way that may- upbringing is. Yes, maybe, maybe. Not that it excuses it, but you know mm-hmm. what I mean. I mean, I don't even know that it's something that needs to be excused. Like, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a a crime. It just seems like it's importate. I don't know. It's yeah. weird. It's importate. And now sure. I don't know. Is it because? Is it? If they if these jokes weren't about Jews, would I be having a different reaction? I don't really think so, though. I don't think it's yeah. because I'm Jewish that I'm reacting to it, because, or because I was a fat chick either. Mm. Although, really, it's really hitting home for me. <laughs> a lot of things. All these um, shots at podcasts. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Best friends. Hey, pod. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, dirty underwear. I'd rather eat trash than listen to a podcast. I don't yeah. know. I'm having trouble really putting my finger on what it is that is giving me pause a little bit with all of this. Hmm. Um, Daniel Tosh defended him, but I don't really like Tosh. I I, I feel like um, you're right in that um, people who don't know about comedy are being overly critical of jokes. And there's this thing where you take a joke out of context and you can, I don't know, it's, it doesn't seem cool. On the other hand, I don't think that just because you're a comedian and just because you're saying something in in a tweet or whatever that you can say anything and just say, well, I'm a comedian and it's a joke. Like I still think so this kind of to me, it walks a line of, all right, first of all, it's not funny. Um, And we don't really know the guy and what he really thinks, but there does seem to be some sort of insensitivity about like why. Like this idea, oh, right, well, unless he's like a Lisa Lampanelli comic, who that's his thing, but it doesn't seem to be his thing. It doesn't, yeah, I don't think he's that. But it's not funny. Comic. That's if, if it that's were funny, maybe I'd be okay with it. Right. Like if it were a funny joke, I would be like, I would be like, eh, it's a joke, you know, get over it. But because it's not funny, it seems right. like he means it. It seems. I think that's what it is. Funny. It seems more mean spirited because there's no because there's no funny. joke in. Yeah, that's there's what nothing it is. funny in it. But yeah. there's also something to be said for a sense of irreverence that's a core tenet of being a comedian so comedians have to be allowed to do this and they they will go over the line that's what they have to do then they're always going to be pushing the line so i think they need to be given a little bit of leeway for that but in terms of this guy his jokes the jokes are so bad that i i hear them and i think is he doing this on purpose because he knows they're (laughs) like anti-comedy yeah yeah they're they're hacking oh that'd be the best defense but they're not say that (laughs) 
they're not even. They're just right. This was like a, this was a Tim and Eric esque stab at. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was doing a car- a Neil Hamburger like stand up <laughs> comedian <laughs> character. Who- well, the almost bumped a Jewish kid crossing the road. He didn't look before crossing, but I still would have felt so bad in my German car. Like that's not a joke. Sure. I mean, it's, it's he's trying to make it a joke, but yeah, like yeah. there's very little. But that there's that barely even that a joke. To me, doesn't phase me though because it's like oh yeah okay yeah it's like German car it's like that yeah it's, that's, it's, that's a, not an, anti-Semitic I don't think I, no it's just saying like how stupid is this Would, wouldn't that be so sad because I yeah, think like, ha, 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 perpetuating stereotypes though like yeah. with the Jewish girl that to me is like really I mean I don't know that's see that's I don't hacky. like this it's just not, I don't it's like this clever. one of I would have felt so bad in my German car For that I, I don't like that one I, I think they all I mean these all suck <laughs> Yeah, they're not. I mean, they're yeah, all yeah, we're not saying they're good bad. <laughs> I think, I think, I think, I think, I'm. I think we can all agree that they are, they are not funny, <laughs> which is the main thing about right. them. Right, and that yeah, and that they are in poor taste. I think the thing that I don't think we should do, you know, the larger us, and more specifically the internet, mm-hmm. is write this guy off immediately right. because his. And I think that's the Twitter is a little bit. I look at it a little bit like I would look at an open mic. You know, it's a place to kind of test stuff and to see what works. And maybe you get a little fragment from Twitter and you make it into something larger on stage or in a bit or in a sketch. I think that's how I've used it in the past. I've used it to kind of like get out an idea and see yeah. if people respond to it. And if they respond to the idea, I'm like, ah, eh, there's something here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not, you know, Twitter is not where I'm, you know, putting, you know labored over work so i mean i think that the that you can absolutely call these bad jokes and you can call them in poor taste but i think calling the guy like making judgments on his character that, based on these i think is the mistake yeah. i think so, the yeah. problem is that we don't know much about him and so people right. are sure. just trying to totally. like well who is this guy well this is all we have you know and right but they do have a lot more i mean i would assume he has thousands of tweets so if you want to assess his character based on his tweets take these into account by all means, but also take into account the thousand other ones that he has and say, yeah, are these well, funny? What what do these say about his character? Right. He joined so, in 2009 and has 2 million followers and no one like... He has 2 million followers? He has 2 million followers. Wow. Yeah, I read an article that was like, he's not like a schlub on, on Twitter. P- 2 million people were following you and no one right. said word one about it till now. I don't know. That's yeah. a weird. I also kind of wonder like, we're in this new age of now you have like this backlog of this stuff that you've done when right. you were a moron. Like what, <laughs> like what is like Obama's tweets or George Bush's tweets, yeah, you know, yeah. like when they were in college, like, oh man, this is crazy. You yeah. Know, I mean, like, I think we're going to, you know, we're going to have the first president who had a MySpace page <laughs> right. at some point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, I got, I, I've said this before, but I'm so lucky that YouTube and Vine and Twitter didn't exist when <laughs> yeah. I was a kid. Right? I would make so many fucking... <laughs> awful Gangnam style parodies right. <laughs> and I would have tried to get all my friends to do the Harlem Shake and like I would have you know just be yelling into Vine with a wig on and well yeah and when and when you're young and stupid and you just say outrageous things to be outrageous and sure. that then is out there forever yeah it's also possible there it is po- even though I was saying I don't think we should make excuses for him or rationales from when sure. we don't know sure I also think it's possible that there's some greater meaning to some of these because there's uh, also some tweets where um, someone said to him, I get worried when young South Africans are still caught up on apartheid. Um, and yes, I'm saying it in a weird way. Is it apartheid or apartheid? apartheid. I say apartheid. Tide. Tide. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
I'm going with Tide. Um, we weren't even there. And then he wrote back to her and said, so young Jews shouldn't get caught up in the Holocaust. It's up to the youth to fix the past. Well, and it's not like so South Africa kind of, is completely great now. And I mean, I, the country has issues. Oh, yeah. So I think that there's a legacy of apartheid that is being dealt with there. I'm not an expert in South Africa, but I have friends from there. Right, but what I'm saying... Okay, but what I'm saying is he might be... With some of these Jew jokes that we're like, I don't even get it. I mean, I get it, but it's not funny. He might... Maybe there was some specific situation that he was commenting on and he was using that to comment on it. Yeah. Of course, now would be a time to clarify if that were the case. Yeah. I just think they're not funny. And the only thing I'm concerned about is he's going to be hosting the daily show and these aren't funny. Yeah. I want to see some funny stuff. I, I hear he has I like saw some funny specials stuff. on, mm-hmm. I just have to look into who he is. Like there, he probably is really funny, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, and the daily show has like a great writing staff. So I yeah. think, it, you know, the most important thing, you know, that the person hosting that show, not that they be good on Twitter or good on their feed is that they're a good host. Yeah. And John Stewart totally was. And I think that, you know, if this guy is a good host and can deliver a great joke, he's got a great, staff yeah. behind him yeah. so yeah and Isn't the, it- the most important thing for comedy central is he works for scale <laughs> <laughs> yeah he definitely does not want the uh the john stewart money to show up so isn't it crazy that Craig Kilborn used to host that show? Did it's you watch it when it was Craig Kilborn? I totally was, did. I yeah. totally did. It was not funny. <laughs> I thought his five questions was funny. Yeah, oftentimes. I mean, there were some good things. I, here's what, here's the one joke that I remember from the Craig Kilborn Daily Show, and I still think about it sometimes, <laughs> is they were doing a, a sto- news story about a, like, tainted batch of Hawaiian punch. <laughs> and he just said, in other news, Bing Crosby punched his kids. <laughs> oh, man. And for some reason, I laughed really hard That's at that funny. and still remember it. <laughs> but anyway. Totally unrelated. It's funny. Um, yeah, it used to be much more like, not necessarily the news. Yeah, I used to watch there were a lot kid. more like, like sketchy be, things. Yeah. And, and, you know, just like weird, you know, local man, Florida man type stuff. Right. So. Right. All right. Time is uh, escaping us. Let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. Marv Earthling says, Just Me or Everyone, the word naughty has been too sexualized for it ever to be used with children again. I agree. Yep. I don't think it, yeah. you should yeah. be a, a naughty child. Sounds wrong. <laughs> but I think it shouldn't even be used sexually anymore. I think we should just fucking get rid of it. Yeah, let's lose it. <laughs> but yeah. you, but anything that is used um, for children, whatever new word you use, will become dirty when they get older. Right. Yeah. But, and here's a weird thing: is that at this point, I saw a bunch of kind of uh, private school girls getting on a bus the other day, and they're dressed in you know the tight white shirts and the plaid skirts. Aren't essentially isn't that a stripper uniform at this point? <laughs> Don't they own that? Haven't they? Right, take, take, they've taken back Catholic the night. Schoolgirls need to change their Ooh, like jumpsuits, yeah, outfits as well. Like yeah. everybody's just, just having their kids dress up like strippers outfits. now. Yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I think they should cede that outfit to the strippers and move on to something else. Agreed. But then the strippers win. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are we going to let strippers boss us around and tell us what we can and can't wear? Not for free. Yeah. Craig T. Olson, not unless you've been naughty. See, it doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Craig T. Olson says, the use of the abbreviation guac instead of the full word guacamole is irritating to me. Don't know why. Nah, uh, man, I love it. I'm okay guac. with it. Throw a little guac on there. <laughs> it's fun. 
Yeah, that, I, that one doesn't bother me for some reason. Yeah. I don't like it by itself, but chips and guac is okay. You know what I don't like, though? And I think we can all agree. Za for pizza. Yeah. No, I no. like yeah. Za, too. You do? Order a Za. Get out. Throw me Get a slice right of now. Za. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> it's fun. <sighs> Trying too hard. I feel like it's like uh, kids from Jersey use that, right? Isn't that I don't think East anyone Coast? except Jordan maybe really uses it. I remember when I worked at Time Out in New York, our editor-in-chief wanted to put it on the cover, and everyone was like, oh, we can't. This no way. This can't yeah. happen. I mean, I think it's like part of like doing like a little bit, doing like, hey, I'm a yeah. chill dude, throw me some saw. Okay, so well, you're using you're it as a joke then. Yeah. Right. I think this is the, that's what she said of food. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Somebody started saying it as a joke. I'm going to over abbreviate something that doesn't need to be abbreviated. Sure. Yeah. And then somebody said, well, I'll say it because it's cool. Right. All right. Erica J.H. says, when I see on Facebook that it's someone's birthday and I don't have any desire to say happy birthday, I unfriend them. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, seems a little wow. extreme. Yeah. <laughs> maybe a, it's a well, good vetting process. Yeah, exactly. For, I mean, I guess, yeah, fi- figuring out who you're really friends with, I guess, right? If you don't want to say happy birthday to somebody, probably shouldn't be friends with them on Facebook. Speaking of happy br- this is very tangential, but excuse me, I must share. I am weeding the extra exclamation points out of my emails. And when I say extra, I mean like when it go two or three. But not just that. I've started just using periods instead of exclamation points in general. It's a real sea change for me. And if anyone gets an email, I hope I don't seem depressed. Because <laughs> that is the exclamation point is there to bring extra pizzazz. But I realize when I receive an email from someone and every sentence ends with an exclamation point, I don't appreciate it. And yet I know what they're doing because it's what I do. And, I don't, and I'm like, why am I doing this? Periods, I'm just going to have to... Cozy on up to them. I am taking this so personally. Didn't I send you an email right before the show that had... Wait, I'm going to go into my email and count. Mm. You should not be taking it personally, though, because... I, I feel like I used 10 exclamation But you points. also did I all be- caps, and there's a lot of extra like letters in there, and it made perfect sense in yours. Listen, I, I can take she's, a hint. She's no, saying no, she no, doesn't no. appreciate I'm, I'm all, I'm all about trying, constructive yeah. criticism. That's I just, not... Excitement. I just oh want God, the show... Back away from no. it. Look at this. I just want it to be the best show it can be. Mm. I'm not perfect, <laughs> But, she uh, <laughs> she really doesn't respect people who do that. You though, it's fine. But other people who do that, no, it's not in the email like yours. It totally worked. Your email was yeah. like the it was the like right using Zaw. What I'm saying is, here's an email where I would normally have a lot of exclamation points. You know what? I'm gonna go into my emails and I'm gonna find one where I pulled out. The I think I point. I use too many too. I'm gonna look and see if I can find. Well, one I don't that I've really exclaimed. Oh, yeah. Here's one from Jordan. Yep. Exclamation point. See you soon. Exclamation. Oh, no. That was from me too, Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Nice work. Take it back. Okay. Well, apparently I don't do that anymore. See, Daniel. Okay. So um, this was to Dustin. And Dustin thought Jordan's name was Justin. And he said... This builds more suspense for the Dustin Justin double feature whenever it happens. And I wrote back and um and I said and this was also in the email where he explained that he couldn't show up because of his ear infection. I said, Awesome. His name is Jordan, but the irony of you thinking someone's name is Justin is delightful because everyone thinks Dustin's name is Justin. Um I hope you feel better soon. Between the poop and now your ear, your body has been through a lot lately. No exclamation points, all periods, but the old me of a few hours ago would have been awesome. His name is Justin, but the irony of you thinking someone's name is Justin is delightful. 
I hope you feel better soon. Like everything could have been exclamatory. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Is but I see Jeff still looking for his email. <laughs> now, is it because you're really... It's you've been there. Really, I, there are just so many exclamation points that I actually can't count them. <laughs> Here. No. Look, here's an email from you, Jeff, and that's all periods. Oh, okay. But no, see, but look, I, at, look at the quoting below it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> but that has like 16 exclamation points, but that's funny. Okay. But then I wrote back to you and I said, ha ha, exclamation point. I know, period. Uh. <laughs> I just want everyone to know that I'm making a Listen, change. I can, I can take a hint. It's not about you. But could it be because you've been super tired lately and you just don't have, you, you can't be inauthentic in an email? I do wake up from a nap and then want to go to bed and then I wake up from going to bed and want to take a nap. So maybe it is. Maybe I just points feel like a lie to you right now. I can't commit to being awake is what it is. And maybe the exclamation points are too much. There needs to be like the opposite of an exclamation point and not a period because a period's neutral. Like a wah, wah. Yeah, like sure. a wah. <laughs> you know? That's why there's emoticons now. That's yeah. Why there's so. a poop well, that's and a actually... Santa. I think... Yes. Yeah, what's the There's probably no coincidence that? that I'm stripping out the exclamation points and I'm beginning... Wendy is barking a tiny yeah. bit. And I'm beginning to be okay with emoticons. Who am I? I wish that the uh, the Spanish upside down exclamation point could yes. work for that. Oh, oh yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe we could yeah. Uh, bring that in. Anglicize yeah. that. Yeah, I think she not only barked a couple times but farted. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> Laura Craig. <laughs> did she hear that? She did hear that. She, she heard that. Heard How that did she hear that? Through our headphones. Laura Craigcraft said, "Wow, it's really Wendy farty in here." Nice work. <laughs> Did you say nice work? Nice work with the barking. (laughs) (laughs) Laura Craycraft said, become enraged when someone pronounces library as library. Well, I didn't hear that one that much. Yeah, but I could see. Yeah, no, that's that's a that's right. I would have to bite my tongue not to correct that. I'd only get enraged if they're saying it on purpose to be cute. Yeah, like like saw. Well, no. Like, like adults using baby talk? Yes, like adults using baby <laughs> talk. Oh, I need to go to the library. Yeah, Mommy. Yeah. After I change my diety. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've been naughty. I've been so naughty at the library. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. <laughs> we were talking gross. about yeah. couples that use baby talk recently. Yeah. And what if what if you just used it like, oh, we're in traffic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are stuck in traffic. <laughs> I don't know no if reason. I love you anymore. <laughs> we need to talk so very... about our relationship. <laughs> okay brian janae says get annoyed with people in front of me who take forever waiting for the perfect moment to step on the escalator just go all right <laughs> brian janae which is a fantastic name i have to say on behalf of those people we're not looking for the perfect moment we have a phobia of escalators <laughs> yeah. and we're afraid that we're just gonna get sucked in yeah that's why we, it's like i don't feel like you take that long to get on escalators you should have known me a long time ago no. I used to have more of a fear. Now I just have a problem with getting on if I have stuff in my hands. My, my foot got stuck in one <gasps> two, two days ago. What Are happened? Yeah, like at the top, you know where they have that little brush thing at the top yeah. where, on the side? Yeah. My shoe got stuck that in That is a nightmare. Yeah. yeah, right. What happened? How did you, you get out? I, yeah, I did. I, <laughs> I, I, I Weird sh- that it's only coming up now. Yeah. I just, I, I freaked out. I was just like, what? And, and I just pulled my leg real hard and luckily my... Came with me. Wow. The adrenaline, yeah, 
like when someone lifts a Volkswagen. Yeah. Hmm. Which may or may not be true. It's an urban myth, at least. No, I did that. I pulled my leg out, and then I threw a Volkswagen down <laughs> the uh, escalator. <laughs> wow. Where was this faulty escalator? Um, at a museum. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. You think they'd know That'll better. That'll teach you. Yep. Don't ever go to museums. Nope. That's what I get for trying to learn. Exactly. I mean, first of all, you know I'm surprised time, you were at a museum. Next time, I'll just go to the library. <laughs> what museum did you go to? <laughs> uh, the California Science Center. What, what do they have there? The space shuttle. That's when I went oh, to the right. space shuttle. Yes, tell us about that. It was awesome. It was super cool. And it was surprisingly like homemade looking. I thought it was going to look like a, you know, you look at a jet and you mm-hmm. go, oh man, somebody made this. They know it's what they're doing. It's made of a lot of like individual panels. Yeah, it looks handmade. It looks yeah. like. Like they, painted by they, third graders? Yeah. yeah. It yeah. looks it looks like it's quilted. But they custom make every single part. Like yeah. if you ever get the chance to go to the um, JPL you see these huge machines where they just every single thing for all of the spacecraft they have to inv- basically create it right yeah. there there's not you can't go to the space depot right all of, all of the space stuff that they had there looked completely homemade yeah. and the, the stuff that they had from the early 60s it looked like a prop from Lost in Space. You know how you watch Lost in Space? Yeah. You go, wow, that looks so cheap. Some guy got paid minimum wage to make that. And you look at the, the, the capsule that they sent a monkey up in or something, and there's like pieces of plywood in it. Yeah, it all looks <laughs> so plywood. It's like my sure. dad made this as a movie prop or something. But the space shuttle, the space shuttle was really cool. But yeah, it's, it's all handmade, and it's very, uh, it's very cool. Well, you know why, though? It's because we've never actually been in, in outer space. Oh, right. It uh, was oh, surprisingly yeah, sure. clean. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, actually, it was it was super dirty. It was gnarly. It was it was really cool. That's like, wild. That thing's got a lot. So of has property of Stanley Kubrick painted on it. And you're <laughs> so, like, oh shit. I I'm pretty proud of my space shuttle story. So remember when they were uh, flying it in L.A. and they had it on the top of that plane and they were kind of flying mm-hmm. it all around the city. So Allison was living in the Hollywood Hills at the time, and she had um, kind of a two story, like the bedroom was on the second mm-hmm. floor, kind of. Yeah. And um, I was in the bathroom doing a number two and I look out the window and the space shuttle flew over and I thought how many people have seen the space shuttle with their naked eyes while doing a number two <laughs> not many yeah I'm in a very Great. small club congratulations I, yeah did you take I, I, a I picture want, like, of it too though no, I don't think I did. But I, I want like no, the shuttle. The poop. Yeah. I want like one of those I want like one of those NASA patches except like with me on the turlet. Yeah, <laughs> looking at yeah. the space shuttle instead of the shuttle orbiting the planet, it's like the toilet bowl and there's spitting there in the toilet. See, there we go. That was not a pleasant place to have a number two happen, was it? No. Why was it so inhospitable? I don't know. It was like a small space, and then mm-hmm. it, 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 it was had a this really thing. small toilet. You can't feel comfortable on a toilet where it doesn't have a tank. Yeah, it the had, tank was in the it wall. It had one of those like oh, levers yeah, in the so wall. Good. You just feel like it's a public restroom. And yes. then the guys from the space shuttle are always watching you. It's like I can't go when the guys from the space shuttle are I watching me. I not, well, actually, now I don't feel comfortable if I'm not being watched by astronauts. <laughs> <laughs> when I, <laughs> um, yeah. That was a weird place. It really was. And it then was, the shower was in a in a, like a, uh, a an area where it was, it was an arched arch shower. So you of. could I could I had to hunch over, and like I, my head was taller than the than the um you know the spigot what is it, the, shower the shower head, head. yeah it was the whole thing was. and the whole place was yellow yeah it the was whole yellow. bathroom was yellow. I'm not a big fan of yellow. It mm-hmm. sounds like the toilet on the space shuttle was bigger than the toilet in that apartment. I wouldn't be surprised actually. It's possible. Yeah. It was probably smaller than a plane toilet. 
Yeah. Who has a tiny butt like that and wants it to just... It was old. People yeah. used to have tinier butts. Right. Smaller portions, smaller toilets. Probably, yeah, it was probably built back in the 30s. Smaller teacups. tiny little butts. All right. It does it, seem like butts are getting bigger. They are. I, I mean, maybe are, that yeah. just led to... Magnum our, toilets. Our, you know, modern obsession with butts. Touch the tushy. Yeah. <laughs> touch the tushy, tushy. Touch the tushy. Well, that's because it, we're this, just embracing tushy, modernism, tushy, I think. This is fascinating. Are our number twos getting bigger? Mm. Mm. I wonder. They must be. Yeah. Just Probably. as we get fatter as a nation. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. What is this doing to our sewage infrastructure? We should get someone right. from the, yeah, from the sewage industry. Yeah. To talk about the... Dumps over time. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of <laughs> Dumps throughout the ages. That seems like something that Jeff would see at a museum. That exhibit. Mm-hmm. I bet there are, is someone who has an answer to that question. Like, is there Tweet more us. sewage per capita? Sure. You know? And, you know, since we eat food with more preservative now, is that changing True. the color, the texture right. of our dumps? Right. I don't know. How? What did a caveman's dump look like? Yeah. That probably is like a different. paleo dump. Yeah, sure. There's probably more paleo dumps now with uh, CrossFit. Yes. Paleo dumps. I'm sure they make, make, make it pro- part of the CrossFit regimen. It's just extreme dump taking. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, There's a lot God. of poop. There's a lot of clapping, probably, because they encourage each other, right? Right. Yeah. Now, when you poop, you're not competing with other people. Just yourself. Sure, right. Your last poop. <laughs> Philistration says, when I write a sloppy note, I go back and fix letters to make things legible. Parentheses. Close any gaps. Add loops to F's, G's, and J's. No, I don't, I don't really do anything with my messy notes. I don't do that. But if I'm writing something in pen and I screw up, I have a kind of weird obsessive thing where I'll start over. Like, I, I, it has to be. Like, all the cross outs. And, That's why like, I don't use pen. Yeah. When I try and fix a note, it always looks worse. Yeah. If I write something and it's illegible and I, oh, I'll, I'll write that E real slow, it just winds up looking like like nothing. Yes. It always just gets worse. My writing has become very illegible. Yeah. Daniel's is perfect and beautiful. Mine, mine handwriting was illegible. Like I got, I was taking notes a couple of years ago and couldn't read what I had written. And so I uh, basically deliberately taught myself calligraphy like i wanted to find the most um elaborate form of handwriting i could in order to improve my handwriting so because wow. i was just like i'm losing the art of writing like i'm doing so much typing now that i've forgotten how to write legibly i feel like that when i have to read cursive i'm like what is this gibberish yeah. that you've <laughs> written here form. i don't yeah. know how to read this yeah. yeah that's how you would feel if you read mine Right. If you read Daniel's, yeah. though, you'd be like, oh, look. Like, wow, this the is Declaration eloquent. of Independence. This is so well read. He even, he <laughs> Have you tried to read the Declaration S's. of Independence? <laughs> that shit's right. sloppy. Yeah. <laughs> Sunlit Cactus says, feels so torn when considering turning off autocorrect. The decision is paralyzing. I agree. It's paralyzing. Mm. Turn it off. Yeah. You know, I have it off on my iPad and on on my phone, I think. I like the predictive text, though. Really? It saves time. Yeah. It's pretty good. I feel like I mean it, it 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 makes it harder for you to be like creative with how you spell things. Like if you want to say cool instead yes. of cool, yeah. <laughs> which that's I do, that's of course, uh, you know, <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, that's mainly what I run into problems. I'm like, no, K E W L. It's something people. Will, <laughs> yeah, well, you need to put cool in as a um, contact in your address book. And oh yeah, sure, in. John Cool ah. <laughs> from <laughs> from the Guac Society. That's right. <laughs> Flaming Roadkill says, just mirror everyone. Takes three tries to plug in USB. Nope. Flip over. No again. Back to original side and it works. 
USB can be yes. a, a bitch yeah. sometimes. I've, yeah. pain. I've done that. Yeah. It's a pain. And finally, GMM Brick says, I hate thinking about blinking my eyes. It should be natural, but when I think about it, I feel forced and end up blinking more. Yes, this is like when someone makes you aware when of eye contact. Which now my whole, my balls and lids sure. in my eyes <laughs> are self-conscious right now. But mm-hmm. yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, the less we can talk about blinking, the better. Yes. We've already talked too much about it. You know what I was thinking the other day is sort of a JMO. Um, I had to get a Band-Aid, and the Band-Aid brand Band-Aids, I don't know if you have this problem, are like impossible to ever open. Really? I find the cheap ones to be the ones that are impossible to open. Like, I don't know what it is. Like The adhesive they use or something is super... I always end up just having to tear it yeah. rather than use it. And I think, is there anything that you need more fa- rapidly than <laughs> right. a fucking band-aid right. like those things should be really easy yeah, catch a packets no problem bandages <laughs> right. we're gonna give well, you, you never a need a band-aid le- right. in a leisurely fashion <laughs> right you know unless it's like something you know like a blister or unless it's like someone else who's hurt <laughs> <laughs> right yeah and so um like if you cut yourself yeah I, we, I, we get it no but i mean you specifically okay <laughs> uh yeah so anyway that's my point you're right. They should be easier to get into. I guess, but then what? The fear would be the germs would also be easier yeah, to get into. Sure. Yeah. Well, oh, is that the reason why they're that way? Uh, that's one one way to look at it. That's yeah. why we have Al on the you show. You don't want any moisture in it. You wouldn't want anything that would Particles, break. foreign yeah. particles. Yeah. They, they used to have those ones where it looked like the Band-Aids do today, but it had a little like piece of red thread. I was going to say that would, that would work. Those totally work. Does that not have that anymore? I haven't seen those in a long time. Those totally worked. You would just go, or you just pull out, pull the thread out. I would always just pull the thread and the thread comes out. It doesn't tear anything. Oh, you're right. They don't have those anymore because now it's like they're in a different kind of packaging. Oh, they're in the thing where you kind of peel the top. Right. End up just having to rip it. Yeah. Yeah. I miss the red thread days, but you know, what's neat. So I wear uh, breathe right strips and if you, <laughs> that is neat. And if you um, open them, because they have that peel away thing, if you open them in low light, there's like a blue light that comes oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've totally seen that. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. I'm glad you brought that up because I, 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 I'm not kidding. I saw that <laughs> and I thought of, it was so cool, but I thought, how do you share this with somebody without sounding <laughs> like a maniac? What sort of come technology is in a breathe right strip? Yeah, I know, right? right? It's like some kind of space technology. Little particles of a meteor. What is, know, you've right? looked it up, haven't you? <laughs> no. You've it's a really, it's a really cool color too. It's, it's like this indigo. It's, a, blue it's like a bright or, blue. Yeah, yeah. It's like you've a never looked that up because you. Sh- I know. In early in our dating, you shared this information. It's with one my of those thoughts. Who was that, also excited. By yes. It. Well, it's a thought that I have. You know, there are these thoughts that you'll have um, at the same time every day, and then the second That's you move on to the next thing, everyone is. Yeah, it goes away. Yeah, so it's a just me or everyone. But I don't remember just me or everyone's because they leave my brain almost immediately. Yeah. So anyway. Well, there you go. Well, I'm with you, Daniel. Thank you. <sighs> we're going to start a support group. For- we're, like, we're like guys that have seen the Loch Ness Monster, but nobody <laughs> believes us. Right. Oh, goodness. I want to tell you guys about Retail Me Not, and I could not come up with a good segue. I tried. I you were, tried you were so thinking. many. Oh, yeah. I could see it happening. There's so many. Th- you could, yeah, you yeah. can see what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. But there was none, so I just decided to just go straight ahead. Retail Me Not. You guys have heard me talk about this app before. The Retail Me Not app is a great way to have a ton of coupons on your phone uh, so you can use it right when you're checking out at a store or when you're doing online shopping because this has happened multiple times. I'll have a coupon that I want to use, and I'll put it aside, and then I'll go to the store, and I'll be like, oh, Drats, but that's not the language I use. I hmm. left that coupon at home. What good is it? I never have it on me. But with Retail Me Not, 
all your coupons are right there. You get them from right within the app. They have thousands of coupons from 50,000 stores all in one place like Kohl's, Domino's, Best Buy, and more Pottery Barn. I was just sitting there on the app and I was thinking about like upcoming trips and things we need to buy. And I just started searching and it was like even hotels. I would just type in the name of the hotel and it would be like, didn't make that sound, but that's what I (laughs) think it would make if it were making the sound. And then it would pop up. And in fact, a hotel that Daniel and I may be going to uh, in New York, there was a coupon there in the app. It's awesome. Um, So you guys need to stop what you're doing or actually wait till the show's over and then text Allison my name, Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N, two four two seven six seven, And then you get a text with a link to download super the app. Easy. Yeah, it's really easy. Um, everyone who's done it is super happy that they have. So again, get the Retail May Not app by texting Allison to 42767. Allison to 42767. Message and data rates may apply. For terms and privacy, visit RetailMeNot.com. Okay. Do you have the, uh, here we go. No trips to the grocery store and no waste from unused ingredients. Excuse me. Blue Apron is perfect <laughs> oh. for date night, cooking with friends. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a Daniel's good one. Date. That's a good oh. one. Daniel's Brent is audible. perfect oh. for date night, cooking with friends. <laughs> I got to hear his oh, one more time. Brent is perfect Ugh. for date night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You could just hear the, the snail like phlegm. Ugh. I don't know why this is happening to me. I actually took a Mucinex earlier. It's just, it's allergy season. We're all a little stuffy. I'm a little stuffy. I think there's a general stuffiness around. It's like by by four-fifths of the way into the show or so, there's just been an accrual Mm -hmm. of uh, nastiness. Sure. Oh, boy, you guys. Thank you so much for being on the show. (laughs) Um, This has been delightful. If you're going to buy something on Amazon, which you are because they have everything, click through the banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. Thank you so much for all of your Amazon support. Also, we have PayPal links on the right side of the page. Uh, thank you so much for your PayPal support. It helps the show so much. Uh, we have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. You can get that, that by... I said that twice. You can get hmm. that by search. I'm a mess. You can get that by searching Hey, Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. We also have two special bonus episodes available. I don't know what's going on. Something's happening. It's affecting my speech. But, 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 but. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you guys for bearing with me. I will have my shit together next time. So help me. Anyway, two special bonus episodes recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. First one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. The next one with Doug Benson, musician Matt Costa, and the former Thursday Gang. And those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. You can get those by searching Allison Rosen in iTunes. Um, I want to say something that I should have said before, which is it helps the show immensely when you support the sponsors. Um, because then they're like, oh, look, we should sponsor her show. It's amazing. Look at, uh, you know, how much it's helping us. So people will say, how can I support the show? And you guys support the show so much already. And it means so much to me. Thank you. So I'm not saying, um, you're not doing enough because you are doing enough, even if you don't do anything just by being yourselves and by listening. But another handy way to support the show is to support our sponsors because that does help out quite a bit. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. Email us, A-R-I-Y-M-B-F show at gmail.com. Jeff, where should everyone go for you? You could follow me on Twitter 
Instagram and Facebook at Colonel Jeff Fox and tune in to my Twitter feed to see how stupid my <laughs> oh, middle yeah. of the night <laughs> Twitter April Fool's Twitter joke is. And there's a new episode of my podcast, Barracuda Radio, uh, which is also Barracuda Radio on all your social medias. But yeah, brand new episode with a bunch of hot rod entrepreneur people that I know from the hot rod scene. And uh, I don't think I asked them if they shower all day or put it off like... You should ask since they are entrepreneurs. Yeah. Yeah, so tune in. Thank you. Excellent. Daniel? Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Daniel Quantz, Q-U-A-N-T-Z. And also you can listen to me on Allison Rosen is your new best friend. That's all. <laughs> I like it. Excellent. Alan? Uh, at Alan Moss on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, tune in to Jenna's podcast, hashtag Sorry Not Sorry with Jenna Kim Jones. But wow. It, and you're on that podcast as well. I, yes. I frequent that one quite often. That's right. And we didn't get your Periscope story. Save that one for next time. Certainly. And Jordan, where should we go for you? Hey, I've got a podcast. It's called Jordan Jesse Go. You can get that in iTunes or at MaximumFun.org and uh, watch Midnight at Midnight on Comedy Central. It uh, airs at midnight Monday through Thursday. All right. And, and now our host has an impeccable Twitter feed. Yes. Unlike some <laughs> Comedy Central. <laughs> Now that the show's over, that means it's time to get free snacks at your door from NatureBox. With over 100 options to choose from, get the bold flavors you crave and feel smarter about snacking. Go to NatureBox.com slash Allison to start your free trial. That's NatureBox.com slash Allison. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen Show? We had a good time. But now we gotta go Yeah, Alice and Rosie